When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I made some good money. And after about six months, I thought, okay, well, actually, let me withdraw some money. So I took out $5,000. And about two weeks after I took that money out, I blew the account on three trades. Yes. Three trades blew $30,000. You are listening to the Forex Beginner Podcast. My name is Calvin, a new trader, and I went from watching random videos online about Forex and losing thousands in the live market to now, a year and a half later, knowing exactly when to get into trades, growing my accounts consistently. And now, on this podcast, I look forward to sharing with you my journey and everything that I've learned about trading in the foreign exchange market. So buckle up your seatbelts, get ready, because today's episode is about to start. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Calvin, the new trader. I'm here with Destiny. Destiny is a trader for my course, and I'm super excited about it because she was a little nervous before we got on here. She was like, Calvin, but I'm not no guru. I'm not a millionaire trading Forex, but I wanted Destiny to come on because I wanted you to hear from somebody that went from one level. She made a lot of money when she first started, just like me. Um, She actually took an account from... What was it? Five thousand to fifty thousand? No, about it was about four, five thousand to thirty-five. I took right. out five and lost thirty. Yay! <laughs> so yeah, as you do. Started, yes. So when she first started trading, just like me, she was intrigued by forex. She jumped in. She took an account from four to five thousand to thirty-five thousand, and then lost it all. I was the same way. Luckily, she yep. took money out. I didn't take anything out. I'd lost everything right? But she started the same way. She heard my podcast or heard something from me, decided to just jump into my course. Um, after getting my course, how long was it? Like a couple of weeks or was it a month or two um, that you started getting some consistency and then you made the move? Um, so within a month, I left my job. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, so I did this, everybody. I had my reasons. I had my very sound reasons for doing it. And I'll tell you, <laughs> yes, she's going to tell us a story. But just to give you a summary, she got the course. Um, she said about a month later after getting the course, she started getting some consistency, started making some money consistently, uh, made the decision to leave her job, um, and then ultimately made a big move from one country to another country. Um, now she's in a situation where she's able to focus on trading. She has uh, multiple nannies, not just one nanny, but she got two nannies. No, it was just for today, Calvin. Come on. <laughs> I'm just, I got one nanny. Okay, well, I'm just telling you what she told me. All right, I'll just tell you what she told me. She said, I have two nannies watching the kids. So I'm like, oh my, you balling. No, like, while I'm I only have you. one nanny. <laughs> 
Okay, well, she has nannies now that watch a nanny that watches the kids. She's able to be able to afford that. Um, and she's in a better situation now. And so I wanted to bring her on because I just wanted to share with you that success is all about what makes your life better. And Forex mm -hmm. is really making her life a little easier. And she's going to continue yeah. to grow. She's going to make more money. She's going to do bigger things in the future. But I want to celebrate and I want to give roses to somebody that I've seen come into this thing. She was a little, you know, uh, uh, her first experience was a little traumatic, right? Losing all that money, making that money, losing that money. Literally since day one, she got involved in our community. She got on the live call. She was very vocal. She asked a lot of questions. She went through the course, got some consistency, and now she's on her way. And that's what it's all about. Meeting mm -hmm. those little, like those little goals, setting those little goals, right? And just going from goal to goal to goal. And then eventually you wake up and you're like, man, I'm financially free. I don't have to work mm -hmm. no more. I can pay all my bills mm -hmm. by taking one trade. But it takes those little steps that destiny has taken to get there. And she's still going. I'm still going. And that's what we're here to do. So I just want to give you a little overview um, about today's interview. We're not on here saying that destiny went from zero. Now she's a millionaire. No. But what we are oh, saying, yeah, I'm on my way. It's on her way. But what we are saying is destiny went from zero and she's now able to make consistent profits. Does destiny still have learning lessons? Of course, you yes. still have learning lessons, right? Hello. But she knows what she's doing and she knows when she loses. I made that mistake. That's why I lost. She knows. Why yeah. she, but she knows when she follows what she knows to be true, she wins. And that's just what it's about. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to celebrate today, what she's been able to accomplish, how she's been able to transition her life and be in this state that she's in now. So without me talking anymore, Destiny, tell us a little bit about um, who you are um, and what brought you to Forex. So hello. <laughs> I, I found, you know, it's crazy. I found out about Forex alone in my room and something popped up and it said learned something about learning how to get an extra $500 a month or so. And I was like, oh, this is nice. So I clicked. And around that time, I had a few people around me, distant people, but they mentioned Forex, Forex. So I was like, oh, oh, okay. But then when people would mention it, it wasn't like, oh, let come, let me teach you. It was, oh, this is what I do. And you ask and it's like, well, you know, it's very complicated. You know, I mean... It almost sounded like it's for an, like an elite group of people. Anyway, um, so I found out and I was like, oh, okay. So I contacted this company. This was about five, six years ago. So, um, and what they were trying to do at the time was they would train you on how to trade. All they did was they told you, this is a chart, go to baby pips, read and learn. And this is an RSI. <laughs> When it's over 70%, do this. When it's below 70%, do this. Go. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. So that was my introduction. <laughs> that was my introduction to Forex. But I think I've always kind of been the person where if I see something I'm interested in, I will go for it. I really, really will. And... Of course, you have society around you. You have your family, you know, what people say and all those things. Of course, they play into part. But on my own, if I see that there could be an opportunity here, I will go for it. I really will. Anyway, so that was how I got introduced to Forex. And once I made, I was getting paid 
monthly at the time and every month I'll put in money. So it wasn't like I put in the $4,000 immediately. It was monthly, incrementally. Over, over about three months, I think, I built, built the account up. And so I'd make money and gosh, oh my goodness. Now what I know about risk management and, you know, mindset and all these different things, I think, what was I doing? I had no clue what I was doing, but I was making money. This is the crazy thing about Forex, you know? Anyway, so I made some good money. And after about six months, I thought, okay, well, actually, let me withdraw some money. So I took out $5,000. And about two weeks after I took that money out, I blew the account on three trades. Yes. Three trades blew $30,000. So was it- I'm laughing now, but honestly, I wasn't laughing at the time. I was traumatized at the time. I was actually paralyzed for a while. Like, what just happened? Yeah, it'll do that. But anyway, you. it happens. <laughs> yeah, it'll definitely do that to you. So let me say this. So mm-hmm. when you lost that money on three trades, before you ran into those string of trades that eventually took your account down, you were in a place where you were taking trades you'll get some drawdown, but eventually it'll go your way, right? And you were- Of course, that, of right? course, very bad habits. And that's it's, how it is. Yeah. That's literally of how it was course. for me. And then when you started that that uh, streak of three trades that took your account down, you were doing the same thing. You were like, okay, it's going to come back. It was going deeper mm-hmm. in the negative. You're like, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. It and I'll add one more. more. I'll be like, it will come back. When it comes back, this will cover up for that. And yes. yep, that's what I'm doing. Yes. And eventually it never came back. And then you just literally looked. And sometimes you go to sleep and you're like, listen, I'll take a nap when I wake up. It'll be back where it needs to be. You wake up, it's It'll even deeper. Blue. And then eventually yeah. it just blows. And then yeah. you're kind of frozen because you don't want to close out the trade because you're like, if I close out, I'm taking myself out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, there's no chance of it coming back. And then eventually yeah. you just get wiped out. You know, there's no more money. You get margin called and all that. So you said that you felt down. How long were you down? Like, explain how that felt when that third trade closed out and you saw that account at zero. Well, I don't even think it was at zero. It was at negative. Six, it was- right? No, no, actually it was, it went down to about a thousand something. And I said, okay, I'll take my thousand. Thank you very much. So I took oh, you my thousand. You were smarter than me. <laughs> I took that money out and I was just like, eh, so what next? But the thing is around that time, people around me either said trading is gambling or they made it sound mystical. Nobody was vulnerable. Nobody could say, oh, I lost this amount of money and I'm okay with it. Or this was what happened. So because it was either it's a mystical thing or you're gambling. I was stuck. I was alone. I didn't really have anybody else to... I mean, I said it to one person and it was like, oh, you're crazy. So, of course, I wouldn't want to tell somebody something that makes me sound crazy. So I was alone. I was quiet about it. And I just kind of went back to work the next week, carried on. And I, I, I at the time, I used to say, if I ever have a 10,000 amounts that I'm willing to lose then I'll go back to trading that's what I said so I just kind of wiped it and around that time I, I some way somehow I just found um trading in the zone our favorite book so I read the book and honestly I felt like this is a really good book I need to apply these principles to life I come from 
my dad had three three different wives and i'm 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 his eighth child so i'm number eight so when like you know you're a parent of two right by the time you parent one child then the second then the third then by the time you get to eight you're just like look <laughs> so i had my own issues and i didn't grow up with my parents i had my own issues i had my own insecurities i had these things the thing is at the time i didn't realize that when you come to the market you bring who you are into the market so when I was coming into the market, my insecurities were coming with me. My self-doubt was coming with me. So when I read the book, I thought, okay, well, this is a nice book. Let me deal with myself and just be a better person. Let me deal with myself and carry on through life. At least I'll be a better person. Well, at least it's nice. It'll be good. Then one day when I'm really rich and I have about $10,000 to spare, I'll go into trading and see how it goes. And so that was my thinking at the time of course i was traumatized but yeah <laughs> you are absolutely in a right. nutshell yes and we talk about that all the time who you are is who you bring to the market and that's just, yeah and that's why we always say trading is what 99.9 percent mental and that <laughs> little exactly one, you know that little one tenth of a percent you know what i'm saying is actually mm -hmm. skill but anyway um so you went through that experience. Luckily, you were able to actually get your initial investment back out of that deal. So you really didn't lose uh, the 30000 You made it, but just didn't pull it out. But your initial investment, you got out of the deal, right? Because you took 5000 yeah. out, and then you took 1000 out. So you really made a little money on your deal. You know? Well, kind of, but the, the experience. Yeah, so after course. that, I, could, I didn't trade anymore for about five, six years. So that's what I want to get into. After yeah. experiencing that, what made you still want to pursue Forex? Like you, you, you still have a desire to want to get in. You still have a desire to want to learn. You find me, this random guy on a podcast or whatever, mm -hmm. talking about Forex, and you don't even reach out to me. You don't even follow me on Instagram. You hear me and you instantly buy a course from me. Like what made you want to continue to do it? Because a lot of people listening right now, or like myself, when I first started, Right after I failed that first time, like I took a week and I was just like, man, like, let me just go back to building my business. You know what I'm saying? And then eventually mm -hmm. I built myself back up, had a talk with my wife, and then I decided to get educated. But for you, what was that driving factor for you that made you still want to pursue after you experienced that? I think at the time of my experience, I didn't realize it might, it sounds silly now, but I actually didn't know that there were courses on trading. I just didn't know. I just did not know. And now I think, oh, of course, I just didn't know. So if I had known at the time, oh, believe me, I would have probably purchased one or two, you know, gone on YouTube. And I love YouTube. I just didn't realize I could find trading on YouTube. I think it was because it was either a mystical thing. Anyway, I just didn't know at the time. So life happened. I, I got married. I was like, yeah, I'm getting married. <laughs> then I got pregnant. First child. Second child, marriage didn't really work out. So it was like, uh, I was 11 weeks pregnant when my marriage fell or when we broke up. And so here I am with a baby on my arm, 11 weeks pregnant, alone in debt. Like when I say in debt, I mean, and I was just like, uh, how do I crawl my way out of this pit? Because it really, really was a pit at the time. So, um, 
I mean, over the years, I would see about trading and I think, oh, well, that's nice when I have 10K to spare. When I, and of course, at this point, being pregnant and alone, there was no 10K to spare. There really wasn't. But I think I finally got to a point where I thought that, okay, now I have to wake up. Now I have to really do what I have to do. So I just began to build myself again, you know. Um, I was in a lot of debt. I came out of it. I was pregnant and alone. I got through that. I had a baby. I got through that, you know. So I, I, I was just getting through all these things. And at the time, people who I felt would support me left me alone. So when I say I was alone, trust me, I was all alone. But I was alone with God. And, you know, you hear that saying, one with God is majority enough. So there I am by myself. I had a few friends here and there. I had a church community. But again, there were people who, you know, you think, oh, this person, they're for you. Yeah, no, they they left me. They. <laughs> Some people would even say, she thinks she's smart getting out of this marriage. It's like, just wait. She'll be back. She'll come and ask for her help. So when I was like, oh, so that's what you think of me really so that I, I it wasn't like i'll show you it was like i will show myself i know i'm capable of certain things so now it's time to you know do those things so anyway at the time i was working and the thing is let me let me go back track one second when i was um at one point i was earning twenty five thousand pounds a year right and i remember one month i spent about 500 pounds doing some courses And once I did those courses, my pay jumped. So it jumped immediately to about, immediately as in within the next two months, it jumped to about 30K. And within the next three months, it jumped to 38 and then it was 50, right? So I know that it's possible for me to better myself, become somebody who can get that that I want and work my way towards it step by step. So because I know that's possible, I know I can be a millionaire, be around millionaires, find out what they do, do it. That's, that, that's what we find difficult, really, because we're so, we're so stuck with who we are. Oh, this is how I am. I don't like this. Yeah, but it's not working for you. So why don't you just drop these things and go where you know you really want to go? Instead, what we do is we stay back and we say, yeah, but they lie all the time. Oh, they're not even, look at them, look at them. Look, really? That's not going to get you where you want to go. So for me, I was in this place that I didn't like and I could see why I wanted to go. So what I did was surround myself with people that would encourage me and enable me to get there. When I say people, I mean YouTube videos. I mean motivation. Remember one time I said Uncle Steve. Steve Harvey is an uncle to me. I don't care what anybody says. He's my uncle. <laughs> Look, I've listened to so much Steve Harvey motivation. Just my goodness, those are the people I surrounded myself with. Eric Thomas, for example, Joel Osteen, you know, Christian motivation. The people around me were saying, oh, just stay in an abusive marriage. It's not going to kill you. Come on, you're not the only one. But then I was like, wow, so I should raise a girl in this kind of environment. I know the trauma that I went through as a female, you know? And so I just thought I was not willing to allow my kids go through certain things. So now with my children, I was just like, yeah, no, we're not doing this. In debt, no, not consumer debt. Around the time I used to listen to Steve Harvey, uh, not Steve Harvey, um, Dave Ramsey a lot. And he just, some, you know, the financial guy. 
And so through listening to him and being encouraged by different stories, I was able to pay my debt one at a time, one at a time. One. And when I say debt, I mean bad debt, not like I used the loan to do something productive. No, it's like bills that should have been paid while I was off on maternity leave, but they weren't paid just because of drama. That's another story. So having come through those kind of things, you know, being you're pregnant, you're alone, you're in thousands of dollars, uh, thousands of pounds of debt. And so when I, I put a plan on paper. And so day by day, week by week, I'll check the plan out. And so over time, I was like, oh, it's working. You know, it's working. So I began to treat my life like, okay, well, let's write a script. This is where we're trying to go. This is where we are now. What are the steps we need to take to get there? And slowly, month by month, I began to see the progression. And oh my goodness, the sweet feeling of progression. It just made me, it would encourage me to keep going. You know, so times when I felt like, oh, I'm pregnant. You know, I've got like, for example, when you're pregnant, we think, well, not just that we think, it's a real thing. You have cravings, right? But sometimes I'll deny myself those cravings. Because I, no, it's not in the plan. If I say yes to this craving, I'm going to spend 20 pounds. If I spend that 20 pounds, I don't have that 20 pounds to cover that bill next month, which means I'm back. So what do I want more? To be out of debt or to stay in debt and eat the chicken burger that I want? I'll pay that debt. So that was what I did. So I got used to denying myself certain things. I got used to putting my emotions in control. I got used to looking at a plan, looking at a script and saying, okay, this is where we're going. So because we're going here, everything that doesn't work out, sorry, you're not meant to be here, bye. You're not meant to be here, sorry. I don't care if I've known you for 20 years. Right now, the energy that you bring to me in this season of my life, it's not helping me. It re- I cut off friendships. And it's not like I'm proud to say this. I love people, trust me, I'm a people person. But I had to reduce my contact with certain people because they wanted to take me Like they wanted me to relive the journey of the trauma that I had been through in a marriage, the trauma of this is where I am. now. It was like, oh, wow. So what will you do? Oh, Oh, man. Some of these people had the money to help me, but they didn't. Some of them were waiting for me to say, can I have, and I don't like that picture of myself. I don't want you to sit down with me and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just didn't like that picture of myself. I wanted it to be that. Yes, I'm a single mother, but this is where we're going. We're working towards this. And it, this is possible for us. So if it's possible, let's do what we need to do to get here. This is where I've come from. So from a two-bedroom apartment, First of all, during the obviously I gave birth to my baby. He's here now. He's going to be one in two weeks. Then we were living in the debt I was in went to zero, so there was no longer any debt. Then the two bedroom apartment we were living in, we moved to a big three bedroom house upstairs, downstairs, big garden for my kids to run around because that was the kind of life I wanted for my kids. And so I saw that oh. It's possible to imagine something and actually see it through. I was like, that's it. Now I'm dangerous. (laughs) Not really dangerous, but you know what I mean? Now I can see that it's possible to have a dream, to see a picture of myself in my mind, in my imagination, and actually work towards it. Yeah, It's possible. What keeps us from doing that internal conflict? 
insecurities, people around saying, are you really going to sell out? Are you really going to be like that? Yeah, but this place isn't serving me well. Yeah. So why settle? You just dropped so much valuable information, Destiny. And I want to just pick through some of these things because like this already is just, it is, this is powerful. Like what you're saying is super motivating. Like, Like literally, like I'm just talking for myself. How do you get the the motivation to say to somebody that you know somebody that you've been friends with you know like maybe even a family member how do you get the courage to say no i'm separating myself from you i can't do this relationship like where do you get that courage from because like it's hard sometimes you know it can be very hard yeah but here's the thing How clear are you about where you're trying to go? Because if you if you have a clear picture of this is the picture I see for myself, then you know that if I have to go here, for example, you leave your house, you're going to Walmart. Why are you stopping at Chick-fil-A, for example? Oh, you want some? Okay, stop and then carry on with your journey, right? You don't just stop somewhere and be like, oh, no, I'm just going to hang out. No, that wasn't the goal. You set out to go somewhere. Keep going. So for me, where I wanted to go was clear. One thing I didn't want to do, I never wanted to be bitter. I did. I said, no. Yes, I've gone through craziness in this relationship. However, I'm not going to come out a bitter person. I refuse. Because I've seen what bitter the bitterness does. It. No, I was just like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Also, my baby, my first daughter's name is, well, my, I only have one daughter, <laughs> one boy, one girl. Her name is Joy. And I said, we will always have Joy around us. We will. We will. So because I was very clear of what I wanted, when I saw people that, you know, of course, you're clear about what you want. Then you have to look around you and be very intentional about life. This doesn't fit into that picture. This doesn't fit into that picture. I love you. I respect you. But right now, for example, when you're pregnant, you don't just put yourself out there. Hey, everybody. Yeah. You're not open to everything. No, you have to be sensitive. It's a sensitive time. It really, really is. For me, it was. So So because it was a sensitive time, I didn't want to be around a lot of negativity. A lot of people who would be like, oh, oh." I just, yeah. No. So how did you learn? to develop this sense of self-awareness? Because it seems like to me, like, you know, you are aware of where you want to go. You know what effort it's going to take to get there. You know the type of support system that you're going to need in order to help you get there. Mm. Where did you get that from? Because for me, uh, like, for instance, I did not have that. I had to develop that. So where you did do you have to from? develop it. What did you get? I think you do have to develop it. Remember, I'm now in my 30s. My next big birthday, I'll be 35. I'm now in my 30s. And remember I said to you, I'm the eighth child. So for a long time, I looked to people around me to give me what I thought I needed. I didn't realize, no, you have to help yourself with that. It has to come from within, right? Because their picture of you is what they would try to mold you into. Does that make sense? So because you think that any £30,000 a year, for example, that's a good job. If I tell you I'm earning 50, you're like, oh, 
you earning 50. Oh, who does she think she is? They don't realize that I'm trying to get to a point where I earn 50 in a day. Let's go. And this is what they're saying about 50 in a month in a year. Oh, please. This is not who I see myself as. So it took time. It took time. However, I think when I was in the situation of being pregnant and alone, I realized I don't have time to waste. I have to be quick. This is it. You either mold into who you want to be now or you sit down and regret. And here's another thing. Sometimes when you look at your family or your friends to make you feel how you want to, or you look to the church community, for example, to make you feel how you want to feel, if they don't, then you, you're resentful. Well, you can't blame them. They didn't make you. They're not gods. So how, how am I upset with Calvin? Because Calvin didn't say what I wanted him to say. You're not a mind reader. So I think it just comes from years of expecting certain things from external people or like people outside of me and realize that, yeah, they're not, they're not, they don't see you like that. So they won't, they're, they're not God. They're not. So I had to redefine, okay, who is God to me? Who am I to me? Who is this? And these are the, this, you know what book really, really helped? Trading in the zone. I'm telling you, apply it to life and you'll be shocked. I went for a season where I began to question the things I was thinking about. So I might think, oh, this thing is so annoying. Why do I feel it's annoying? Is it me being silly? Or is it, you know, so I went through, gosh, a season, probably about a year of just questioning different things about me. Why do I think like this? Why do I say this? Is it because people around me say it? When you're angry, why do you behave like this when you're angry? When you're around a certain that, why do you behave? So I've come from oh, a, few, a few years of questioning myself, a few years of bad experiences, expectations not being met by people, and realizing, oh, this part was me. This part was for God. This part was for this person. So when I distribute the expectations accordingly, then I won't be disappointed and I won't resent you without telling you I'm resentful, you know? I hope what I'm saying makes sense. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. So is it safe to say that you took responsibility for your success in your life? Big time. That is it. Responsi and guess what I used to do? I will write words and post them up. Because I heard Lisa Nichols, I heard Lisa Nichols talking about this in, um, in a Steve Harvey interview. And she was saying how she, she said yes to herself. She allowed herself experience certain things. So I was like, oh, so what am I stopping myself from doing? Because it's not that someone else is stopping me. It's that I stop myself. Even if they stop me, I let them stop me. In my relationship, for example, he did this, he did this, he did that. Yes, but I let him do those things to me. It's hard to admit. Oh gosh, it's very hard to admit because you know you have the I have the right to be I really do have the right to be upset. But then I'll be upset and then what? What comes out of that? Nothing. I'll just waste more time feeling like oh this person did this. yeah, it's there. Let them do what they're doing. How will I take care of me and how do I control what's happening around me? I love it. I love it. So yeah. <laughs> you going through a failed marriage, you mm -hmm. went through out of that marriage being blessed with two beautiful gifts from God, right? So that's mm -hmm. amazing. Congratulations on Thank that. You. 
And also out of being in that low point, building yourself up, not just spiritually, not just financially, but now you're taking control of your life again. 